Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, what a Friday afternoon it is. I'm on a little bit earlier today because I have an event that I have to attend, and so I had to move it up by uh, 30 minutes. But uh, really big news going on in the National Football League, uh, and it relates to Raiders head coach uh, John Gruden. And let me back up this story. This stems from an email from July of 2011, first reported by the Wall Street Journal earlier today, all right? Now, the email was sent to the president of the Washington football team when the league was in a lockout. And in the email, it's John Gruden put in the email that Demore Smith, the head of the players' union, had lips the size of Michelin tires, all right? Now, John Gruden was asked about the email, said he didn't specifically recall writing it, but he said, I'm really sorry. He said, quote, that might not have been the best time of my life. I've vented a lot. There was about to be a lockout, And I never felt we were getting the truth and honesty in negotiations. Now, Gruden told ESPN that he routinely uses the term rubber lips to refer to a guy I catch as lying. He can't spit it out. Gruden said, I'm ashamed I insulted D. Smith. I never had a racial thought when I used it. I'm embarrassed by what's out there. I certainly never meant for it to sound that bad. The National Football League has come out with a statement, and it reads like this. The email from John Gruden denigrating Demora Smith is appalling, abhorrent, and wholly contrary to the NFL's values. We condemn this statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on Mr. Smith or anyone else. Gruden said that he has been speaking with the owner of the Raiders, Mark Davis, said he's not sure if he will face any consequences from Davis or the NFL. Gruden was quoted on that. I have no idea. I hope not. Now, Demora Smith made these comments to the Wall Street Journal. Quote, 
This is not the first racist comment that I've heard, and it probably will not be the last. This is a thick skin job for someone with dark skin, just like it always has been for many people who look like me and work in corporate America. You know, people are sometimes saying things behind your back that are racist, just like you see people talk and write about you using thinly coded and racist language. Racism like this comes from the fact that I'm at the same table as they are, and they don't think someone who looks like me belongs. I'm sorry my family has to see something like this, but I would rather they know I will not let it define me. This is obviously a very delicate and sensitive subject, and I've lived through it for the last 16 months. And my first question is, what makes DeMora Smith and the NFL so damn certain that John Gruden made a racist comment? John Gruden is 57 years old. John Gruden has been in the public eye and a National Football League head coach and an assistant coach ever since he was a young adult. John Gruden's body of work and the number of players that he has coached throughout his entire career, I've never heard a report from any player questioning anything to do about racism as it relates to John Gruden. Now, I talked about this a lot this summer before game one of the NBA Finals when Adam Silver came out and talked on the Rachel Nichols-Mariah Taylor ESPN debacle. And in his comments, he said, no one should lose their job over one comment and said that a person's body of work should be looked at before a person is fired. I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say it exactly like that, but I don't have the quote in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing it. Why are we not looking at John Gruden's body of work? Again, maybe I need to do some more research. I was was around John Gruden quite a bit when he coached the Raiders, and I actually was friendly with a couple of players that played for John Gruden, and I talked to them a lot about John Gruden. Some of those players that I was friendly with were black. Some were white. I never once had any player on the Raiders talk to me involving anything to do with race as it relates to John Gruden. Now in our woke culture of 2021, John Gruden has an email in 2011 where he says he's got the lips the size of Michelin tires. But John Gruden says that he routinely, retu, excuse me, routinely uses the term rubber lips to refer to a guy I catch as lying. He can't spit it out. So I understand that DeMora Smith was insulted, but why, why are we jumping to racism automatically because of this comment? from John Gruden. Why don't we look at a man's body of work? Why are we so quick to judge? Why are we so quick for the NFL to condemn it and basically insinuate that John Gruden's comment was racist? Who decides whether it's racist or not? John Gruden 
said he doesn't have a racist bone in his body and said that he wasn't even thinking about anything to do with race when he made the comment. Why can't we take the man at his word? Why do we got to condemn him? Why do we have to just ruin a man's career over a comment that, yeah, probably should not have made? But why are we automatically assuming that his comment was racist? What makes something racist? You know, it's interesting. I can only walk in my shoes. I can't walk in anybody else's shoes. And I've dealt a lot in the last couple of months. And I can't really define what racism is. But I know what racism is when I see it, okay? And I have always spoken up when I see an act of racism. I don't turn my head. I don't make believe I didn't see it. I speak up, all right? Now, to clarify the email, the actual quote was not Demora Smith, but Dumora Smith. Dumora Smith has the lips the size of Michelin tires. Is that degrading? Yes, it is. The head of the NFLPA should not be called by a coach in the National Football League, Dumora Smith. All right? But does that mean that it's racist? Gruden's told the Wall Street Journal, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's a liar. I don't have a racial bone in my body, and I've proven that for 58 years. Again, I look at a person's body of work. Why is it that in this particular case, DeMore Smith is so quick to come out and deem it racism? Why? Why is Mr. Smith so certain that the comment was racist? I, 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 I don't think it was racist. I believe John Gruden. I believe John Gruden's body of work should come to the forefront here. Now, the comment wasn't made about me so maybe it's easy for me to say what it is and what it isn't. I don't walk into Morris Smith's shoes. But I'm going to give you a story that I think will go a long way in explaining what I mean. I'm not afraid to ask questions when it comes to race. And since moving to Miami, I have a lot of black friends. And I've shared the story with many people on my podcast that I've met a lot of great people here in South Florida because nobody knows who I am. And when I meet an individual, we just start talking. They don't know anything about me. They don't know what I do. They don't know my background and similarly with them. But it always gets to, well, what do you do for a living? And then I tell my story. And... I've had some fascinating friendships develop here in South Florida. People that I will tell you right now will be among my best friends in life until I take my last breath. And a number of those friends 
happen to be people of color. And I say people of color because I've met people that want to be referred to as African-Americans. I've met others, when I ask the question, they don't want to be referred to African-American. They want to be referred to black. I was at dinner with a gentleman who I thought was African-American. And in a conversation with him, he said, no, 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 I'm not African-American. Oh, I said, I'm sorry. I said, black? And he goes, no, I'm not black either. And he told me where he was from and his whole background. And I'm like, wow, okay, you know, thank you for educating me. I, I, I didn't know, you know, because, again, the, I, I was basing it on the color of his skin. I assumed he was either black or African-American, but I was wrong. And the reason why I'm painting this picture for you is last month I was at a restaurant having dinner with about eight or nine African-Americans. And I say African-Americans because I've had the conversation with these individuals that I was at dinner with, and that's what they want to be referred to. That's how much of an in-depth conversation I've had with these people. And it was a noisy restaurant, and I was sitting at the very end of the table. And like most restaurants now, they don't have menus. They have the QR code, and you use your phone. But a couple of the people that I was with, I could tell, you know, one was 82 years old, 81 years old. And again, a, a lot of elderly people or older people, they, they don't, they, that's not how they, they want to look at a real menu. So I asked the waiter, I said to the waiter, can I get some menus, please? He said, sure. And he brought over a couple of menus and put them right in front of me. I think he brought two menus. And I noticed something at the other end of the table. And I said to the person sitting next to me, I said, what's going on? And she said, you don't want to know. And I said, no, I do want to know. And she said to me, she thinks that what just happened is discrimination and is he's being racist. I said, just so you know, I asked for the waiter to bring me a couple of menus to disperse around the table for those that don't want to use a QR code. She goes, I know that. So she explained to the person, catty corner at the table, Grant asked for the menus. So we had dinner. And again, I'm not afraid to ask questions. So after dinner, I went up to the individual and I said, I I would really like to ask you why you thought that the waiter giving me a menu was being discriminating against you and and was a racist act. And she said, you know, I've had so many acts of racism in my life that I am just, that's how I think. And we had about a half hour conversation. And I said, do you feel that maybe instead of automatically assuming racism, that you would be better off examining the situation to really find out whether an act is racist or not. I said the reason for that is because 
And I can tell you, because I've went, gone through this, there is nothing worse in life as a white person to be called a racist. And I said, this waiter and the menus had absolutely nothing to do with racism. He didn't give me the menu because you were black. He gave the menu to me because I asked for it. And I said to her, I said, I can't walk in your shoes and I don't understand what you have endured in your life growing up as a black person in America. And I said, I'll never know. I said to her, though, it's sad to me that you automatically just assume everything is racism when, in fact, maybe it's not. And then we started talking about how are we ever going to grow? How are we ever going to have common ground in this country? How are we ever going to put our arms around one another? How are we ever going to get to the next phase of equality if a person of color automatically assumes that anything controversial is racist. I don't believe John Gruden's comment is racist. And I think it's a shame that DeMora Smith automatically calls John Gruden basically a racist. I think it's really sad. I think it's unbelievably sad in our woke culture of 2021 that the National Football League has to come out and make a statement that basically is absolving themselves of John Gruden. That's what they're doing here. Again, I want you to listen to the comments of DeMora Smith. This is not the first racist comment that I've heard, and it probably will not be the last. I ask you, Demora Smith, what makes you so sure that the comment was racist? What makes you so sure that John Gruden made a racist comment? And if you are incorrect that his comment was not racist, the damage that you're doing to John Gruden is as bad, if not worse, than the email that he put out regarding you. Why are we in this country so afraid to just put the brakes on and examine what was said and who said it? Again, 58 years old. Me personally going through this, I have no problem speaking on this subject because I think I can speak on this subject from a white person's perspective as well as anyone in the country because I lived through it, okay? And anyone that knows me and knows about my background and knows how I was raised and knows about my foundation and knows about how I live my life every single day knows that I am the furthest thing from a racist that exists. And as I said, in my life, I have always spoken up when I see racism. I shared the story a couple of years ago after getting off my radio show in Philadelphia on an off night. I went to the bar at Del Frisco's restaurant and I was sitting at the bar. 
I had already ordered a beer and an appetizer. And a gentleman came next to me, a black man. He sat two seats next to me. And he ordered something. And the bartender said, do you want to start a tab? And the guy said, no, I really don't. He goes, well, I need, I have to have a credit card. So the man takes his credit card out of his wallet. He gives it to the bartender. Bartender turns and walks to the register. And I said to the man, I said, hey, I just want you to know, I just ordered a beer and an appetizer, and he didn't ask me for my credit card. So the bartender comes back, and the man next to me said, this gentleman here just said that you didn't ask for his credit card. Why are you asking for mine? And the bartender stumbled, and he tried to make an excuse, and they had a conversation. And I stepped in. I said, you know what? I said, why don't we handle this a different way? I said, sir, can you ask your manager to come over here, please? So the manager comes over, and I said, I said, hey, I just want to let you know. I was sitting here. I ordered an appetizer and a beer. This man came and sat next to me. He ordered something, and your bartender asked him for his credit card to start a tab, but he didn't ask me, why is that? What I saw that night, in my opinion, was racism. I saw a white bartender discriminating against a person of color. That's what I saw. And me and this guy who was in town in Philadelphia as a drummer in a band, we sat there and talked for two hours. And to this day, I wish I had gotten his phone number, but I didn't. But we had a phenomenal conversation. And I left first. And I said, hey, I've got to go. I've got a game tomorrow. I've got some work I have to do. And he said, hey, I really appreciate what you did tonight. And I said, well, you don't have to really thank me. I said, everyone should speak up when they see injustice, when they see wrong. And he goes, yeah, I know, but they don't. And he said, thank you. I said, no problem. I go, hey, I wish you the best. So I may not be able to define racism, but I know what it is when I see it. And I think it is such a shame. I think it is such a shame that Demore Smith came out with that statement that said this is not the first racist comment that I've heard and it probably will not be the last. Racism like this comes from the fact that I'm at the same table as they are and they don't think someone who looks like me belongs. I've never met Demore Smith. He obviously is extremely talented in what he does. But I've lost a lot of respect for the man. I've lost a lot of respect for the man. Unless Demora Smith knows something that I don't, as it relates to John Gruden and his background of 58 years of age, well, I'll just say this. That's very disappointing to me. And again, I've lived through it. And I have no problem speaking the truth. That is really, really, really disappointing to me, as is the statement from the NFL. Forrest, go ahead. You're on with Grant Napier on Listen App. Hey, Grant. I uh, just joined the conversation. I've probably only been here about five minutes, but listening to your stories, and it's uh, you're you're absolutely right. I kind of uh, I grew up in a uh, a very uh, secluded town in Idaho, and um, I didn't uh, participate or actually uh, come in contact with my first uh, African American. I don't know the right term until I was a senior in high school. So I. I had no preconceived ideas or anything about any racism, didn't have any racism whatsoever where I grew up. And so it's really shocking to me, like you're saying, that 
that there not only is racism, um, that the, the one lady, the waitress, um, automatically jumps to that extreme conclusion. And then it's like, why do they, why do people, why do all of us, whether it's racism or just anything that we do in our life, why do we have to jump to that extreme when it's just, you know, just take one step and just say, hey, John Gruden, um, what did you exactly mean? Can you clarify that? Because um, I'd like to have a further discussion on that to see what your, what aspect or what your uh, point of reference is, where you're coming from, rather than just taking it all the way to the end with such anger and, and such, it causes such division when it's like, whether in your marriage or whatever, you know, you just step back and just try to say, okay, what is their position? I already obviously know my position. What is your position? What angle and what viewpoint are you yep. coming from? And how can we meet in the middle? And John Gruden did answer the question. He, he was asked and he said, hey, I'm sorry. I've always referred to liars as rubber lips. He said that, you know, he, he uses that term, you know, rubber lips for people that are lying. And he felt that Demora Smith, as head of the NFLPA, was not being on the up and up as far as the negotiations between the players and the league. Now, do I think that John Gruden's language and the way he phrased his email when he said, Demoris, Demoris, not Demoris, Demoris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires? No, I don't think that's the right way for a person that's employed in the National Football League to talk about the NFLPA. But I don't think it's racial. I don't think it's a racist comment. And again, John Gruden said, hey, I'm sorry. I refer to liars as rubber lips. I can accept that. I can accept that. As, uh, but but I, obviously, Demoris Smith did not accept that. Yeah, I, I know a lot of the terminologies and things, the uh, colloquialisms that we have in our, our language, you know, we've kind of got to readjust sure. to actually what they mean. I mean, I've had to go to Urban Dictionary many times to find out, oh, that's, hey, yeah, that is kind of, but I know. rubber lips. I'm, Forrest, yeah, go ahead. in this country, all lives matter, every single one is deemed as racist by some people. So just digest that, let that sink in, okay? If all lives matter, every single one, can be deemed as a racist comment by some, then you understand where we're at in this society as a problem. Because it's beyond me how you can hear all lives matter, every single one, and think that that is a racist comment. But that's the country that we're living in now. So I get what John Gruden is going through. I understand what he's going through because I went through it 16 months ago. And it's an absolute disgrace and it is a shame. And here's something else. We do have a lot of racism in this country, and anyone that thinks otherwise is being stupid and naive. And if you talk to any person of color and ask them about what they've had to endure when it comes to racism, their stories will make the hair on your arm stick out, okay? But there are also a lot of things that happen that racism has nothing to do with it, but a lot of people of color, and I've had conversations with them, are so quick to judge that they automatically assume that when a white person makes a derogatory comment, it's racist. No, it's not racist. There are a lot of times when comments are made, and I believe John Gruden's is one of them, where race has nothing to do with it. But unfortunately, the race card comes out way too often in this country. And I think that's a travesty. Yep, I agree. Thank you. you have it. You have a Thank great you. weekend. I thought that was a very good call. I, I got to tell you, I'm really bothered by this. Like this makes me ill, and I re and I'm not I'm not saying. Listen, I anyone that's listened to me for all the years on my radio show in Sacramento, I don't I don't beat around the bush. Okay, I tell you what I believe, and I think that this story, and what I know of this story, 
And again, if there's more to this story, I want to hear about it. And then maybe I'll change my opinion. But I can tell you, Raiders and John Gruden for a number of years. And by the way, I did the Raiders preseason games on TV for five years, right after John Gruden went to Tampa. And I knew, and to this day still do, a lot of players that played for John Gruden, both white and black. Okay. And I actually would say that I'm good friends with some of them. And I will also tell you that a couple of the people that I talked to on the Raiders didn't really care for John Gruden. They didn't respect him as a head coach. But they never once said anything to me that had anything to do with racism. It never came up. Okay? Including the black players that I'm friends with from that team. One in particular told me, quite frankly, he didn't respect John Gruden. But it wasn't, had it, it, you know, he never told me anything about race. He didn't say because he was, you know, this or that, and he was racist or he was discriminating. No, that never came out of his mouth. So we're not going to judge a man that's 58 years old and his body of work? What kind of country are we living in? Seriously. Now, I don't know what's going to happen to John Gruden. I hope nothing happens to John Gruden. I hope John Gruden can just apologize. And I hope that his body of work from being on this planet for 58 years is enough for the National Football League. But unfortunately, because as I said, I've lived through it, we live in such a woke society now and we are so quick to judge and we're so quick to cancel that our country is out of control. It's absolutely out of control. And the problem is, in my opinion, is the real problems involving race in this country, they are out there. But when you make racial claims over a story like this, where from what I can tell, racism has nothing to do in this story, that divides our population because it frustrates white people in this country because they understand that yes, racism does exist and it is a problem. But you can't just paint racism with a broad brush. Because there are a lot of things that are said, white people about people of color, that might be derogatory, might even be mean, but racism has nothing to do with it. So how on earth are we ever going to strive for what we want in this country if people of color automatically assume racism when in some instances racism has nothing to do with it. I lived through it. I have talked to so many people of color the last 16 months and I ask questions now. I didn't ask questions the way I should have with my black friends. Now I don't have any problem asking questions. I actually probably ask too many questions. I have a really, really good friend here in Miami who's 26 years old. I think we'll be lifelong friends. And I, I did a podcast on him. And I read a, a article that he wrote about his experience at Eastern Michigan and racism at his college with his coach playing college football. And then he went to North Carolina 
ATT and, or excuse me, North Carolina A&T. And we talked about what he endured at Eastern Michigan. And we talked about, and again, just I asked him because I, I said to him, I go, hey, you know, should I, would you want me to refer to you as a black person or African-American? He goes, no, black. I said, okay. And I, and I said, I'm, he said, why are you asking me that? I said, because I said, I was watching Emmanuel Acho last summer, uncomfortable conversations with a black man. And I said, Emmanuel Acho on uncomfortable conversations with a black man was asked that question by the couple that's on the HGTV network about, hey, would I refer to you as black or African-American? And he said black. And I've learned that that's not true. That's wrong. Because my black friends here in South Florida, I've talked to them and I've asked them. And some want to be referred to as African-American. One of my best friends down here, 40 years old, okay? Her father's from Nigeria. She said, no, I want to be referred to, if we're talking about race, as African-American. And when I met my other buddy, who's 26, who told me many stories of racism at his college with his coach, said, no, I want to be referred to as black, not African-American. Again, I am so disappointed, and this hurts me. This story hurts me. And the reason why this story hurts me is because I just went through this. And I told you the story, and there are many people that are just joining me because I started the show a half hour early today. And I'll, 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 on my podcast on Tuesday, I'm going to go over this whole thing again. But for Demora Smith to just come out and say, this is not the first racist comment that I've heard, and it probably will not be the last, really, really bothers me. It bothers me. And for John Gruden, again, I think 58 years, a man's body of work should count for something. And when he says that he's really sorry, and then he refers to liars as rubber lips, I don't know why we automatically assume that comment is racist. And again, if Demore Smith at one point finds out that John Gruden's comment had nothing to do with race, in my opinion, Demore Smith's done more damage to John Gruden than John Gruden's done to Demore Smith. That's how I see it. John Gruden said, quote, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's a liar. I don't have a racial bone in my body, and I've proven that for 58 years. Well, I think John Gruden maybe does think that he's a liar because he said, Damore Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. And John Gruden just said that he refers to liars as rubber lips. So, you know, I don't know if I firmly believe John Gruden in that comment where he said, I don't think he's a liar. Again, this was stemming back from 2011 in the lockout with Damore Smith representing the players. and. So that's where we're at. And I also have a problem with the NFL statement. I think it's shameful. The email from John Gruden denigrating Demora Smith is appalling, abhorrent, 
and wholly contrary to the NFL's values. We condemn the statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on Mr. Smith or anyone else. So basically, the NFL is coming out and saying that John Gruden's statement is racist. So we're not going to look at a man's body of work over 58 years. We're just going to ignore it because we live in a woke culture where we can just automatically accuse someone of being homophobic or racist or, I, I, I mean, you can just continue with the list. I'm really bothered by this story today. And I'm bothered by those that are so quick to judge without examining. That's what I'm bothered by. And and listen, if if there are players that have played for John Gruden over his career that feel that John Gruden is racist, then I want to hear about it because I've known some players that played for John Gruden and I'm friends with them and I've had conversations with them and not once, not one time did racism ever come up when they talked to me about John Gruden. Not one single time. Al, you're on with Grant. Hello, Al. Hey, Grant. Thanks for um, for taking my call again. Hey, uh, after what happened to you, I'm sorry, man. I I I don't. It it doesn't. It pales in comparison to what Gruden's dealing with. Because what happened to you? I've already kind of talked to you a bit through text and through speaking to you. you, you your comment, "All lives matter." Every you know, every single one. And and you got you lost your career. You got you almost you had to resign. You, your love, you lost the love of your, your passion for Kings. I mean, after that, what happened to you? I just have I, I, nothing surprises me anymore. With uh, you know, people, I think people are shouldn't be like you said, looking for things or or you know, what I mean. But it's just and then you get to the point where you've kind of alluded to maybe. It becomes almost like the boy who cried wolf, whereas if it's a truly, you're just calling racist for everything, and you know maybe it was disparaging at most, you know, or, or you know, it was disparaging, no question, it was disparaging. That's yeah. not even debatable. But I, I just, I, you know, I'm 60. I'm a year older than you. I grew up in a town where there was very few, uh, you know, black. And I think the first black person I met really was a. Uh, you know, they had one black student in my high school. It was in Half Moon Bay. That's down on the coast there. I think you're aware, but you've golfed down there. And, um, you know, so I was kind of, then I went in the Air Force. And so all of a sudden I was in a dorm. It was 1977. You know, it was, it was a lot of, there was a lot of blacks. And, you know, I had friends who were black. And I that was my introduction. So I was like a lot of folks. Like you spoke to the guy from Idaho. And then someone who I think Mike Lamb was mentioning this. Yep. Yep. You know, growing yep. up in your town. Yep. Yeah. So it's just I just don't know. Yeah. What the answer? I'm sorry that it's it's someone digging in. Yep. Uh, digging in ten years. Who's digging for this stuff? I know. Hey, Alfred. I really appreciate the call. You have a great weekend. Okay. All right. Listen. I, I again. I I speak the truth. I speak experience. I have had such an amazing, uh, I've had such an amazing group of people that I've met down in South Florida. And again, the majority of my friends down here are people of color. And 
I've, I've been so open and honest about this. I ask them questions about everything. We talk about everything. I know about their childhood. I know about everything. I know about bad experiences. We talk about it openly, okay? Like I have a really good understanding of different perspectives and different cultures. I can't live in their shoes, but I can certainly educate myself. And racism is a real big problem in this country. It's a really big problem in this country. And as I've said on so many occasions, I may not be able to define what racism is, but I certainly know what it is when I see it. And I've always lived my life to not turn my head the other way and speak up. And so I'm speaking up here because I'm really bothered by this story. I'm really bothered that we automatically assume that John Gruden's comment is racist. That really bothers me. A man's body of work over 58 years is not going to be looked at. Now, all of a sudden, at age 58, John Gruden is racist. Seriously, that's where we're at as this country. Me, as a man that's 62, who've lived my life ever since I could talk and walk one way and one way only as it pertains to all races, all of a sudden I'm racist. Like, that's the country we're living in. I see a story like this, and it makes my stomach turn. And for the National Football League and Demora Smith to come out with their comments, basically calling John Gruden a racist is sickening to me. It is just sickening. I don't even want to talk about football this weekend. I don't want to talk about the college games tomorrow. I don't want to talk about the Giants and the Dodgers. I want to talk about what's really important in life. How are we ever going to come together as one in this country if we are going to just paint everything with a broad brush when it comes to racism? Not everything that is derogatory, not every negative comment, not every bad thing from a white person's mouth towards a person of color is racism. We need to get away from this. Yes, there are racist comments, and yes, racism does exist. But we just can't go down this road anymore and cancel people because we think, we think, we think that they're racist. I am sick about this story. And I am so bothered by the NFL statement and by DeMoris Smith's comment that basically calls John Gruden a racist. Really? If John Gruden is a racist, I want to hear from players that have played for him. I want to hear those players come out and say, yeah, they thought John Gruden was racist too. I want to hear from him. Because you know what? I haven't heard from that any player that's ever played for John Gruden making that claim before. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. All right? Then maybe, maybe I'll change my opinion on this story that broke today from the Wall Street Journal. 
I, I'm sick about this story. This story bothers me so much because it's a microcosm to me of so many things that are wrong in the United States of America. And I don't talk politics. I don't really care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. I don't care whether you're gay or straight. I don't care if you're Jewish or Catholic. I don't care what your religion or sexuality or race is. It doesn't matter to me. I'll judge you the same way I want to be judged, okay? I want to be judged for who I am and how I live my life and what I do. I, I just don't see, I really don't see how we are ever, and I mean ever, going to bridge the gap and the racial divide in this country because I'm going to just tell you, in my opinion, these type of stories do more to damage the racial divide in this country than a lot of things. Because I can tell you when I go out later, because I have to go to an event, and I guarantee you I will have this conversation with people. And I'm going to an event tonight with people of different races and different nationalities. And we'll talk about this tonight. And I hope I stay up to two or three in the morning having these dialogue. And I will almost guarantee you that a lot of people will talk about they are disgusted by the fact that people are so quick to judge and call someone a racist. We are freaking better than that in this country, are we not? I guess I'm asking a question that I already know the answer to, sadly. No, we're not. We're not better than that. We're not better than that. I just, uh, I'm blown away by today's news. I really am. And unless in the next day or two or three or four days, all of a sudden a lot of black players come out and, and talk about John Gruden and how they always felt that he was, had favorites or racism, then, 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 then maybe I'll look at this differently. But based on what I know right now, and based on the fact that a man is 58 years old, and not one time have I heard anything to do with racism involving John Gruden. I'll just say that today is a sad day. All right, I'm, I'm going to leave today. I've spoken for 45 minutes. I greatly appreciate those. Who, I'm going to spend my whole podcast on this on Tuesday. If you don't like that with Grant Napier, I'm going to go into this in great depth. And by Tuesday, maybe we'll have some different news. Maybe John Gruden won't be the coach of the Raiders anymore. Maybe we'll have players that come out and make racist claims about John Gruden. I, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I can only go by what I know today at 3.16 Pacific time. That's all I can go by. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. And I love this forum. I love this app. I love the fact that we can have this type of a forum. I also love the fact that I don't work for anybody anymore and I can just say whatever the heck I want. I would have said the same thing that I just said now had I been on a 50,000 watt station, but I'm just saying it like I would anywhere else. You know, I haven't really said anything on my podcast 
or on my rants that I wouldn't have said over the air. But I will just tell you, I'm not worried about getting a phone call from someone saying, boy, you know what? You probably shouldn't have gone there today. Sad. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you on Monday right here on Listen Up. We'll come back to you at 3 o'clock Pacific and then my podcast on Tuesday. We're going to cover all of this. All right? I really appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great weekend. So long. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.